Stars with It All Stars Now. I'm Victory 91.5. It's Corey, and we're so thankful for Bob Bailey's Appliance and Stone mm-hmm. Mountain Morning Show Partner. They've been serving the North Metro Atlanta area since 1962. And there's information on all of their appliances and services at bobbailey's.com. And this morning, we're talking about Passover because that starts tonight at yeah. sundown. And we're talking about unleavened bread as well for people that don't even know what unleavened bread is and why this is important. Maybe you can kind of share sure. about this. And- <laughs> you could probably do, do that because you're gluten-free. So for those <laughs> of you who live a life without uh, a bread and leavening and all that, leaven makes it, it rise and soft and doughy and it smells so good and it makes your house a happy smell. But unleavened bread, when you think about it, most people only really think about that in regards to Passover or communion. You have that little cracker, little, little wafer thing. So I, I think most people have always thought, well, that kind of goes either with communion or they discover Passover. Go, oh, well, it started with Passover. Well, it turns out not so much. Passover didn't just happen out of nowhere. The story started in the Garden of Eden, reaches throughout history, especially in the life of Abraham, and going to pick up his story. We talked about Abraham and Isaac a little. We're going to pick up his story a decade after God first tells him that his descendants will be slaves in Egypt. So Abram still has no son, and Sarai convinces him to take our servant Hagar, and she has a son with him called Ishmael. Now it's important to know here, Sarah is an Egyptian, so they're going to be a bit of a bondage to this Egyptian for many, many years because of this very bad choice. Also notice, he still has his wife. He just added a second option. You're going to see this picture play out with Israel forever. They choose other false gods, Baals, and they're not faithful to God alone which, as we see, eventually leads God back to that ceremony of cutting the animals in half when God literally divides the nation into two pieces into northern and southern tribes. All of this stuff that you think, ah, it all puts together because God's doing something here, and it's all around Passover. So 13 more years go by, and again, promised baby being born. Nope, no promised baby. And Abram is now 99 years old, kind of old to be a dad. God establishes a new everlasting covenant, and he again promises him a son. He changes his name to Abraham from Abram, and now the blessing is not just to be uh, a father, but he's not just going to be a great nation, but now he's going to be the father of many nations. And he says this, And you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. So for the first time, he introduces blood to seal it and says the blood is between us and him. So this Passover lamb one day will become the very son of God who shares the blood of the father and that of man or Mary. So the blood in between us and him. So he shifts the whole thing and he kind of gives us picture that's going to happen in a few thousand years. As a side note, this blood symbol will eventually be replaced by wine. The wine will not only be part of the covenant with us, but the cup of wine will be part of the Jewish marriage ceremony. The cup is smashed by the groom. You ever see the they put it in the little claw thing and smash it with their foot? Well, just like the animal parts were cut in pieces and walked through, it symbolized to death to his part, and that the promise can't be unmade. Any more than you could put the pieces of the animals back together, and it would live, you can't put the pieces of the broken glass cut back together either. So in all these shadows of Passover, they introduce this promise, covenant, and the blood which becomes wine. So 
The other really important symbol, pretty unique to Passover, is matzah or unleavened bread. Now, I always thought it started in Egypt, but it turns out it didn't. Like the blood of Passover and the promise of Passover, the bread of Passover started with Abraham. And check out a story you probably have read through and never saw this, but Genesis 18, then the Lord appeared to him, Abram, by the terebinth tree. Those are oak trees of Mamre. Mamre was one of the Amorites that was close friends with Abram and went with him to get Lot when he was carried away. So remember that. But as Abraham was sitting on the tent door in the heat of the day, he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, three men were standing by him. He recognizes that it's God, invites them in, fixes them a meal of lamb, milk, butter, and bread. But there are two kinds of bread in the Bible, with yeast and unleavened bread. One, the with yeast, lechem, and the unleavened is matzah. This is the first appearance in the Bible of unleavened bread. But when it happened is even more important. See, here's what God says. I certainly will return to you according to the time of life, and behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And, of course, Sarah laughs because she's 90 years old. And God said, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I'll return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. So this phrase, at the appointed time, is uh, moed. That word is used almost exclusively of the day that would eventually be called Pesach or Passover. So we have God unleavened bread, Isaac in the womb, and it's the date of Passover, but it's 400 years before Moses. So they tell Abraham they're on their way to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Two angels show up in Sodom, and Lot takes them in, bakes them a feast with unleavened bread again. It's here we get another picture of the Exodus. Lot and his family have to escape. Just as the sun rises, they destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And when does this happen? On the Passover date, 400 years before Moses is when they destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, exactly one year later, again, on Passover date, some 400 years before Moses, and the Lord visits Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken, for Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time, Moed, of which God had spoken. So Isaac is born on this Passover date. So Passover pictures in history before Egypt are about a meal with unleavened bread, a set time that is unique to Passover, when a new life begins. So one last important connection of the shadows and types with Abraham. Where are the Israelites in captivity and need delivered from? Egypt. And remember, when Abraham slept with Hagar and Ishmael was born, with the birth of Isaac, it's time to separate and send them far away. And where is Hagar from? She's an Egyptian. So this story flows all the way through. It's just uh, amazing. You just sometimes have to go back and let God show you things and uh, find interesting stories all linked together. We're going to post this on the More Music app under the podcast. If you have some questions about Passover, hopefully they'll all be answered. And then tonight you can stream the church at Warhill, and you can do that through warhill.com or Facebook for even more information on Passover. Coming up, it's a brand new song. I haven't even heard it from Cody Carnes. It's called Death of Death. Breakfast and lunch has been happening.